Hi, everyone, and welcome to this episode of The Perspective. Today, I'm delighted to have Lee Clark, who's the UK Sales Director for Financial Services with Pexify Enterprise Solutions. Hi, Lee. Thanks very much for joining us today. No worries. Thanks for inviting me on. So you've been around the Salesforce ecosystem now for quite a long time. And as a sales director specializing in financial services, what are some of the major trends you're currently seeing in the sector? Yeah, great question. Um, I would say you know, before the onset of COVID-19, you know, we'd seen businesses slowly start to digitally transform the way that they were operating, mainly because of the demand for customers requesting or demanding new ways of interacting with their uh, with those businesses without necessarily having to go into a branch face to face and then i guess with the onset of the pandemic you know, things just changed drastically uh, and we saw a huge increase in digital transformation projects and a fundamental shift in priorities so as a result i'd say there's four main area or conversational topics which i'm having with financial institutions at the minute um, these are around streamlining the onboarding process, the customer onboarding process, providing uh, a dedicated broker portal, enhanced document management, and then overall transparency. Okay, that sounds really interesting. Uh, could you delve into them a bit more? Yeah, absolutely. Um, so I'd say with customer onboarding process, it's become, I guess, one of the, the, the main priorities for many financial institutions. Um, so when we talk about customer onboarding, you know, there's quite a few components that, that must go into it um, to provide an optimal customer experience. So on the back end, you know, with the addition of uh, KYC, so know your customer and anti-money laundering and automated document management, you can greatly improve efficiencies for your agents when reviewing you know, these new applications. And then from a front-end or customer perspective, providing self-service uh, functionality such as knowledge base and online support tools, including web and video chat, it just accelerates the entire process and removes um, you know, fundamental roadblocks and improves just the overall experience. And I'll say another key trend I'm seeing, and this is particularly dominant among you know, the larger institutions such as uh, insurers, building societies and banks is the demand for broker portals. So businesses now want you know, a fully branded online portal whereby their brokers, their broker network can log in, view their policies, make referrals, uh, view application stages, which then in turn will improve the communication and the process for, uh, for their clients. Well, that's something I'm certainly interested in. And could you maybe provide an example of how you know, this might work in, in a particular institution? Yeah, absolutely. Um, actually, one of the recent projects uh, we completed, actually it's an ongoing project, one of the recent work streams we completed was a community broker portal solution into a global life assurance firm, whereby they're using a portal to allow their advisors to manage all customer policy and proposal information. So their advisors can now seamlessly uh, transfer funds in and out of pension and SNI policies, um, the switch details then sent to or automatically sent to the client or the customer to authorize via um, a third party solution such as DocuSign or Conga. And then the advisors can also run quotes for these different products and, and play around with inputs to you know, generate a quote that best suits the customer. Yeah, that's super. And sounds like a really great project. 
Uh, you also mentioned document management and transparency uh, at the beginning. What are you seeing there? Yeah, I'd say um, uh, document gathering and the automation behind gathering these documents is becoming uh, increasingly important, especially for new business applications. So introducing um, AML and KYC steps into the onboarding process dramatically speeds up workflows and helps with you know, faster completion of applications. So having a component within Salesforce, which you know, connects to credit bureaus such as Equifax, CreditSafe, and then performs those checks automatically to quickly assess risk uh, and the credit worthiness of potential new clients is completely you know, invaluable. So applications with customer documents can now be submitted online through the portal you know, removing those uh, or that paper application approach, those uh, applications are then submitted straight back into backend systems, removing the overhead of manually inputting paper applications into databases. And then authorization and sign off from the customer can, as we'll know, be obtained digitally, which uh, is a real game changer. And then I guess finally, the last trend I'm seeing is around uh, transparency. As we know, everything now is online and historically there were issues, especially with the larger institutions such as you know, banks and insurers, lenders, whereby you're kind of unsure where you're at in the process of perhaps getting a new loan, getting a mortgage uh, or opening up a new account. And you're kind of unsure as to what's left outstanding from, from your side, whether it's um, you know, proof of address, proof of income, etc. So introducing you know, visibility to this onboarding process is increasingly important, uh, especially for the larger firms who want to compete with the fintech disruptors of this world. And I say fintech disruptor in a very uh, positive manner. Right. Some really great points there, Lee. Um, and as you mentioned at the start with the onset of COVID-19, you know, many companies have needed to improve their digital kind of offerings. How can a business you know, start taking their first uh, steps on their digital transformation journeys? And what are some of the use cases you're seeing over the last year or two? Yeah, absolutely. Um, and as we know, digital transformation typically revolves around the customer. So understanding the needs and wants of your customer first off is, is key. So as a first step, I would personally recommend looking at um, maybe any customer experience surveys that you've completed just to identify some areas of perhaps dissatisfaction. Um, however, if you want to ensure that you know that solution, whatever that solution is that you put in place to combat said issue, um, let's use an example, let's say it's the time it takes for the customer to sign up to your company, you want to ensure, you need to ensure that that solution meets the wider uh, digital transformation objective and then integrates seamlessly into your core CRM. And I'd also say that companies should probably avoid investing too much time and money into you know, these quick fixes. Uh, so rather take a step back and kind of plan what will be the best, or what will provide the best experience for their customers um, and then work backwards with a view that everything will be filtering into kind of one core CRM system, as opposed to trying to put out loads of fires across the business. And then you mentioned about uh, use cases. So I had uh, I had one client actually whose digital transformation was spun out of um, one of their main competitors implementing Salesforce, and they got 
wind of this. So their first step was to go through a full review process uh, with the team at Salesforce to understand you know, how they can connect all of their uh, newly acquired businesses and business units and third party solutions, geographies, etc., um, under one sort of uh, under one system. So what the team, <clears throat> excuse me, what the team at Salesforce do extremely well is identifying the products to suit uh, those particular challenges and create you know, an extremely compelling business case. And then in tandem, what we do uh, well here at Pexlify is coming up with solutions and ideas as to how we can bring all of that data together um, and all of those solutions together to create one view of the customer and a single source of truth. So we start with your business priorities uh, and then address all of the underlying processes, the technology and organizational capabilities uh, that are required to meet your business goals and objectives. Okay, yeah. And as you probably know yourself, Salesforce have recently introduced Financial Services Cloud into their product offering. What are some of the key benefits that you, you know, can expect to see from this type of solution? Absolutely, that's right. Um, and I love Financial Services Cloud. In my opinion, it has you know, completely blasted other technology competitors out of the water. Um, you know, FSC has bespoke functionality to suit you know, multiple different uh, facets within, uh, within financial services from renewals, household insights, referrals, um, speed to market compliance, etc. And you know, the interesting thing is that Financial Services Cloud was built to combat challenges across pretty much the whole of financial services, which is a tough ask. So if we think of, say, a wealth manager, you know, Financial Services Cloud provides deep functionality and insights into um, client households, wallet share, portfolio optimization, life events, um, life, life event tracking, financial goals, accounts, um, and all of this will enable the advisor to extend their insight to not just their immediate client, but the future generations of that client. So improving trust and loyalty, not just with the client, but the family as well. <clears throat> Whereas then if we look at say um, an insurance firm, FSC benefits them from a quote production, uh, policy renewals, risk modeling, claims management, um, claims management coverage, and next best, best offer. So you know, they can ensure that they're servicing their customers and also working with their broker network effectively. So guess what this, you know, what this all means to, to kind of sum up implementing FSC is that whatever sub-vertical of financial services you're in, it will effectively speed up the time to implement because there's a lot of custom features that are already pre-built. The terminology is already, you know, speaking the language of financial services. Um, but that sort of terminology and the some of the maybe the workflows just need to be tweaked and customized somewhat. Um, another really key, just thinking of this, another key universal feature that just sprung to mind is appointment setting and booking as now the customer can really easily book an online meeting with their agent or their advisor, which you know, today's day and age is super important um, and goes a long way towards you know, that improved transparency and customer experience. Yeah, sounds like a really you know, great solution. And you probably see this maybe in some of your kind of sales presentations and meetings with clients, but 
um, you know, does the question come up, you know, why should I select financial service cloud over sales cloud? You know, how, how do you help a client decide that? Yeah, it, it does. Um, it comes up in a lot of conversations, actually, that I have with um, maybe new clients that are new to Salesforce or clients that are even on Sales Cloud right now, but have you know, started investigating Financial Services Cloud. And I'd say it kind of it depends on your initial goals for purchasing Salesforce and what you're looking to use Salesforce for, you know, what are the challenges, etc. Sales Cloud as we all know, it's been a core offering of Salesforce for you know, years now, pretty much from day one. So if your main goal of introducing the platform to keep it maybe quite straightforward um, or perhaps utilizing it just for a couple of business processes, then I'd say maybe go with Sales Cloud because it's a lot more straightforward. If, however, you have plans on... Um, I guess filtering Salesforce throughout multiple different business units... Um, then go with Functional Services Cloud because it will help dramatically with automation. It will help with pre-built sales paths. There's renewals policies already embedded. Um, So I'd say then go with FSE for sure. It will just speed up the, it will speed up the implementation process. It will speed up the workflow and it will bring ideas to the table as well. Very good. And one area we can't get away from really is customer experience. You know, it's become a main priority for most financial services companies these days. If a business is looking to optimize, you know, their business processes and improve online services, what type of digital first solutions can companies implement to help with this? Yeah, if I'd say if we're if we're thinking of customer interactions with sales or service agents. Um, or maybe in brokers, then I'd definitely suggest looking into Community Cloud, which is a portal offering from Salesforce. And what it does is it enables a fully branded place for your customers and external users to log in, view their accounts, their investments, uh, raise a case, manage their applications, view knowledge articles, etc. And it provides a huge amount of transparency between the client and the customer. Um, and because of the, you know, the situation that we find ourselves in today, you know, we're getting a bunch of interest in our community uh, accelerators, which are, I guess, accelerators that we've packaged together for clients looking to streamline uh, perhaps their onboarding process with KYC, AML, et cetera, or automated document management, as we mentioned earlier, self-service, um, new business applications and uh, knowledge base. So going by all of the, uh, all the multiple times that we've implemented Community Cloud, we were starting to see quite similar processes and requirements. So we packaged these together um, and created these accelerators to help keep costs down for clients and accelerate their workflows. All right, that sounds great. <laughs> and at the end there, you mentioned Know Your Customer and anti-money laundering uh, solutions that Plexify offer. You know, fraud and data security are always top concerns for CIOs, CTOs, you know, and financial service companies. Sure. What role can Salesforce, you know, play in identity protection and cybersecurity? Yeah, right, rightly so. Um, you know, dealing with other people's money uh, and personal data needs, you know, the best, uh, the best protection, right? So, having information stored in the cloud, it's, it's come up quite a lot. So, having their information stored in the cloud, it prompts slight concerns at times. However, again, you know, Salesforce have created a software called Shield which natively encrypts their most sensitive data. So, but saying that, 
you know, the security which is built into Salesforce already is, you know, it's extremely adequate and it encrypts the data, uh, but Shield just kind of provides that extra layer of confidence. And kind of slightly different now for you know, a company looking to implement Salesforce <clears throat> and maximize their return. What are some of the steps they should take to help this process go smoothly? I'd say assuming that, you know, all of the appropriate research has already gone into you know, the why of implementing Salesforce, you know, challenges to combat and um, stakeholder buy-in. And I'd say the rational next step is to choose uh, an implementation partner who has experience working with perhaps similar organizations um, because that, you know, that industry knowledge is so key as it means that, you know, you won't get just a checklist partner who kind of just agree with your requirements and then implement those requirements. You know, you'll get a partner that will challenge you, optimize uh, and streamline processes and bring also fresh ideas to the table based on you know, similar projects they've completed in the past. And this in turn will help maximize your Salesforce investment. And then what kind of what we do here at Pexlify, uh, slight plug, um, I guess is, you know, it's an extremely in-depth requirements gathering session, you know, with the use of visual aids to help bring your Salesforce environment to life before that project has even begun. So by using, you know, prototypes um, and sort of drag and drop click, uh, clickable prototypes, we guide the stakeholders through the solution and refine it before the implementation pro uh, project has even begun. So again, this provides transparency and helps everyone on the team get an understanding of, you know, this finished solution, this end state solution, and kind of removes any um, expectation gaps between the partner and client. And I guess I'd also say that companies should probably try to avoid automating everything from day one, as tempting as it is sometimes. So we would typically suggest using the, um, like everyone's familiar with the 80-20 rule, uh, whereby companies will be able to implement and automate and support 80% of those processes using just 20% of the effort. Well, yeah, that sounds great. So when thinking about financial services and the various industries within, you know, is there anything you are kind of most proud about and that you and your team have delivered? And maybe what excites you about the future of the sector? Sure. Um, it's, you know, it's a few things, I guess, that come to mind. Um, I'd say my my proudest moment would actually be the first deal I worked on when I joined Pexify, which was for a um, was for a building society who were in a position whereby the majority of their customer interactions were face to face in their branches. So they were looking to you know, take all of this online. Um, to serve more customers and also a younger generation. So they had their pain points, they had their challenges, and they had their view of you know, where they wanted to be in sort of six, 12 months time. So through our experience of working with you know, multiple broker portals and you know, portals for savings accounts, we were chosen to help completely you know, transform their online presence. I'd say that's I guess my, my proudest moment, not only because it was, you know, the first deal uh, that I'd worked on. It was my first win here at Pexlify. Um, but just seeing how this business has drastically changed their digital offering and customer experience through you know, the introduction of um, it was free products. It was Salesforce, Financial Services Cloud, uh, Marketing Cloud, and Community Cloud is just, uh, it's phenomenal. And we've done it all 
with the first sort of phase in about seven months. So I've just man managed to change all of this in quite a short period of time. And then I guess what I'm excited for in, you know, in this sector, I'd say would be the relationship and integration between you know, the larger institutions and the fintechs. Um, it's kind of what I mean by that is, uh, if take for instance, uh, a bank bringing, um, bringing in a financial tool a financial technology tool to combat maybe an area or multiple areas of notably manual procedure to accelerate their workflow um, will be uh, will be a fundamental um, sort of competitive advantage for these larger institutions. And I believe by doing this, banks, insurers, etc., will be able to you know, rapidly pivot to new markets, new geographies, and I guess more importantly, increase the engagement with their clients. So that's what I'm most important about, just this new kind of relationship with open banking and connecting large institutions with very, very small fintechs. Right. Thanks for that. Yeah. And sounds like a, a great project um, that you worked on. And um, yeah, thanks for sharing. No problem. So Lee, I think that's all about we have time for today. Um, that was really informative discussion and uh, some really good insights into the future of insurance and what financial services uh, cloud can do for your uh, clients hopefully we'll be able to have you back on the show again soon and uh, love to yeah thanks a million no problem at all